how how can we make games more exciting? What if we took out the human element and put in the cat? <laughs> what is up and welcome back to the Mo Video Games Podcast, aka the house of the juice, the home of the Canadians, and all that good stuff. We have a very exciting episode, the episode of the fives instead of the episode of the fours as last one was, so yeah, I hope you enjoy Maxwell's matchup. It's terrifically juicy and probably the most nail-biting way possible. So yeah, enjoy the episode. Welcome back to the Mo Vigi Games House of the Juice Poco. Hell yeah! I hear Poco, I kind of get triggered. Why? Because of the worst bar in the world. In, in Iowa City, Spoko. Oh, Spoko. I was like, there is no Poco, silly goose. Uh, man, crappy college bars are crappy. Yeah, that's actually, <laughs> um, that's the, the glass that uh, Clarissa was drinking out of, I think, was a Spoko glass. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That I we purchased legitimately. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, as we were just talking, but for anyone who's listening, well, also, if you're tuning in, thank you, because this is a very odd time for us. I'd it probably say that. Very strange. And it's my, it's my fault, so I want to be abundantly clear about that. Thank you. Um, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> uh, but we were talking about the Maxwell Lewis gaming video, reviewing the iPhone 12. Did you get the Pro? It is yes. the Pro, right? Yes. Versus the Google Pixel 3? Yes. Um. And I guess, I mean, my main thought, because you were kind of talking about bloatware on Android system, especially Samsung. Yeah, I want to go to Google now. Like, I kind of, like, I've just always, I've been using Samsung for so long that all their fucking annoying apps that I shove in a folder and then, like, hide in a dark corner in the back of my thing, like... Yeah. I was just like, I don't have to have those. And those do bring me <laughs> anger. You were the main person with the Samsung phone to whom I was referring. I mean, I took the I took the assumption for sure, to say the least. But uh, yeah, I literally I mean, if you're watching, this is my Samsung folder. Oh, this is how many fucking apps just from Samsung alone that I have on here that I I. I mean, you, I, you can't uninstall them. You can, like, deactivate them, but they still exist. <laughs> like, you, it doesn't actually remove them from your storage. And I'm pretty sure you can still boot them up. So I don't even know what the fucking point... Like, it's the dumbest fucking thing ever. Um, so, yeah, I'm actually, like, really excited by the prospect of switching to the Google ecosystem. Although, yeah. I would definitely be going for, like, a A-line or whatever they're calling it now. Yeah, I think the 5A is going to be coming out soon. Uh, okay. So yeah, get get very hyped for that. And I've also seen some leaks for the six, which they're they're calling like the the first time Pixel has been an iPhone competitor. And based on the the leaks, it looks pretty insane. Dope. Yeah, it, it yeah. looks pretty cool. So that's it's kind of like disappointing a little bit. Like if my phone hadn't broken. I might have been able to wait long enough to get the Pixel 6. That's how that shit's always going to go, though. I mean, I know what you're saying, but like, you got to remind yourself that like tech's always going to be getting better. I know. So there's going to be a PS6, you know? And if you get the PS5, you can't be like, oh, fuck, I didn't get the PS6, you know? Just like me with my great fate of buying a console, and then like a week later, they announced the new one, new version of that console, <laughs> like the Pro version's coming out. Like, that's that's me for sure. 
Yeah. So, but either way, there, there's some exciting, exciting new phones to come out. Um, and yeah, the the largest. I I hope I made it clear in the video, but one was that the comparison didn't make sense between the two phones, and that two, I wasn't necessarily recommending that you should go buy the iPhone 12 Pro. It was just these are why I made the decision. <laughs> but so it probably wasn't a very useful video to anyone. But no, I thought it was. I actually I actually kind of like the comparison a lot because it's the I remember looking at phones when you got the Google Pixel 3 and thinking that it looked really good. So it's kind of good to know, like you definitely covered where I guess like the sphere of each company and kind of where they're migrating to and like, you know, how they've been performing in each aspect. And also like knowing, I mean, the reality is, is like my S9, like it's totally fucking fine. You know, like I can yeah. do everything that I fucking want to do with it just fine. Uh, and there's like really no reason to switch unless I did want better camera, better video, which I don't take photos. So unless it's documenting my work that's like the only <laughs> yeah. time i take photos all my photo or of my cat i guess i will say that but even then my sister guaranteed has more photos of my cat on her phone than i do on my phone already wow yeah because she sends me a photo or a video almost every day of jojo <laughs> right now and uh yeah i guess i should just download them so i can keep up with her maybe that's the <laughs> maybe that's the strat there you go um, but yeah, no, like the pixel getting that, the cleaner version of the Android operating system, a little bit more streamlined. Cause they definitely, I mean, stylistically, you can tell that their developers were really trying to bite the Apple bullet there with how they designed everything. Um, which I like, you know, like I, I like being able to be on the Android system, but also not deal with when you buy like a, one of the offshoot Android phones that, yeah, they're just like. We made a phone, so we also made 5,000 apps that you don't want, and we threw them on there. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, it's, yeah, you get the clean, like, there's there's not a lot of bloatware. You get immediate updates, and you still have the freedom. You can download, like, separate launchers and have your own software on there and have so much more flexibility. So it's it's a little bit of the best of both worlds. Um, the, the biggest thing is that the Pixel has just not had the pro slash premium model like iPhone has. Which for me isn't a big deal. Yeah. And I almost never take video either. So like the camera is like the only thing I'd be really looking forward to. Though I forgot how bad the video is on the Pixel until you mentioned that like the video is ridiculously shitty yeah on the pixel 3 like i said though the the pixel 5 has i've watched some video reviews of it and some comparisons and it has come a long way it's it's like the pixels video has come just about as far as apple's photos have come um i think apple's photos have come a little bit further so i think the like if the pixel 5 has an advantage which it seems like they're, they're pretty much the same in mm-hmm. photo now with apple having a slight advantage in video but the, the video is no longer like a a reason not to buy a pixel <laughs> it's it's definitely plenty good now but but i was with you in the bandwagon of like if you can take this nice of photos then you should be able to take that nice of photos 25 times per second and make it right. <laughs> <laughs> it shouldn't be that fucking hard well, i guess we're in north america so 30 times a second but Either way, yeah, I I, I still don't understand That's how the, the Pixel Three had such terrible video with such good photos, but but the photos were amazing, especially for when it released and you got that thing. I mean, I do not blame you for taking a photo of the sunset every time you saw it because every <laughs> photo turned out great. <laughs> this is the only time I'll say that. Oh my gosh! 
So good. But yes, go Maxwell Lewis Gaming on YouTube. Go check it out if you're interested in the Pixel lineup, iPhones. It's I, I don't know. I don't know what you gain from the video other than some conversation. But I'm I'm hoping to do more videos like that. I, I called it Tech Thoughts. I'm hoping to have it kind of be a series where it's just not like super high production, not doing full spec reviews, but just my my thoughts on it, maybe some things to think about when you're going to buy things and stuff. So Yeah. I we'll like see. I said, I liked it a lot. And the fifteen minute like form factor of the video is like super easy to consume. That's like a for me a great a great length because if I see like, you know, hour long like oh League of Legends review or something, I'm like, I can't commit my fucking hour to that. <laughs> I'd rather just play a game at that point, you know? Like So fun fact, I actually that was not the original recording I had. So I actually had like a half hour recording. Um and it thank goodness the the camera was out of focus the entire time. And I was like, I'm not going to post this content. So it gave me a chance to then recollect my thoughts and mm-hmm. have a second go at it and definitely condense it down. I cut out a lot of shit that you did not care. Like most people wouldn't care about. I probably could have cut it down even more, but yeah, it's most of my content is just do it live off the dome. Yeah. <laughs> um, but a, a little bit of preparation and, and thoughts and, and a couple tries actually, surprisingly a dry helpful run probably does a lot yeah yeah <laughs> unintentional dry run but yeah i did a so i have a a video recorded of upgrading my gaming laptop um and the actual like upgrading part i will keep but i think i'm going to re-record that um to kind of recollect my thoughts too because that, that kind of worked is well, that so. it right there that is it right there a little sneak peek you mind showing yeah you mind showing the cam Damn, that do be looking spicy. Yeah, it's got some fingerprints on it, but I was about to say, yeah, the is that is it a matte black or a gloss black finish on top? It's, it's like a satin is probably okay. the best way to describe it. It's definitely fingerprint material, easy to wipe off, but sure. I was looking at granite with my mom since I know you care, and some of it is so easy to fingerprint. Drives me insane. Is that the power button in the center? Yeah, yeah. Looks kind of derpy. <laughs> it's got a it's got a light in it so there's like different modes there's like a balanced mode a quiet mode and a performance mode and the color sure. changes so white uh, is balanced okay. blue is quiet and then it's red for red performance, for, yeah. as, as you would uh, assume <laughs> oh i love i love that so much red is always power <laughs> so good um, I will also say the iPhone 12, that blue that you got is, I mean, it do be so spicy. It I, looks so good. I couldn't believe it, man. It's a sexy phone, for sure. It is, like yeah, without mine, question, like, the best. It's yeah, it, it, my, for me. Yeah, I guess maybe I'll just have to get the iPhone 12 so I can get that blue. Yeah, well, you have to get the Pro. The Pacific Blue is only Pro models. <sighs> The 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 blue for the the regular twelve is like a a darker like I don't know how to describe it like a royal blue almost. It's not Pacific. <laughs> Come on, it's not. We don't like those royal blues. We only like those Pacific blues. <laughs> but yeah, you get more color options with the regular twelve. They they got the new purple. I was like, oh, that purple kind of flossy. But oh, I do like purple phones. Especially because normally they keep it like a pretty dark colored purple, which I think looks nice. Yeah, well, this is a light colored purple. It's like a lilac. Well, is it as long as it's not like neon purple? That's the shit that hurts my eyes. Yeah, definitely not neon. 
And you can get it on the iPhone 12 mini, which you get the small form factor, plus it's the cheapest way to get into iPhone for about the price of the Pixel 5. So, Oh, wow. Well, isn't the Pixel 5 still like 7 to 900, that range? Is it? Or it's, is it cheaper? It's 700. Um, and I, I don't remember if they had the different like memory sizes. I'm assuming they do, or like storage sizes. So seven and then probably 800 for the next memory size up. But that's $100 cheaper than the Pixel 3 was at launch because I paid 900 for the, the storage upgrade. Um, yeah. So I was, I was expensive. When I looked back, I was like, damn, I forgot about that. Yeah, like, phones are so expensive now. Which I guess it's good that they're doing like the A line for the Pixel and stuff like that because it definitely it makes me a lot less intimidated to get a new phone. Yeah. Especially with how much more difficult every iteration is to repair. Yeah, very rough. I feel rough. like I hit the sweet spot with the S9. Like this is feels like one of the last iterations that are like it's pretty easy to work on. Honestly, like gotta if you have a hair dryer, you're good, and a guitar <laughs> pick. <laughs> Well, that, that's what I thought about the Pixel 3, and then I broke it, so. And then your battery went boom, boom. Went boom, boom. But. You got any other tech news? I do. So, Sony unveiled two new PS5 controller colors. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I gotta say, yeah, they do look, they're, they're very sexy. That red blew me away i that is like the most beautiful like wine like merlot cabernet oh my gosh scrum diddly umptious color i have ever seen i know they they actually do look really good do you do you like the new controller like how would you say if if you're like trying to filter out i guess like the haptic upgrades you know like the absolute I guess I'm saying more like form factor and how it feels in your hands. So just the you know? ergonomics of it. Yeah. Um, Great word choice, Maxwell. You must have been an industrial engineer. Must have been at some point in or my still. in another life. Who knows? Um, <laughs> that's a that's a really good question. Because I feel like the, I mean, I, I I think I'll give the PS2 gripe that I think the PS2 gripe is it, a. It's pretty lightweight, which kind of makes it feel a little bit cheaper. And the form factor is really small. So it kind of feels like your hands can just like dominate the entire controller. Uh, Where I felt like I didn't really have that issue as much with the PS4 controller. I thought the PS4 controller is pretty comfortable, but I think I still prefer the Xbox 360 or the Xbox One Elite controller over the PS4. Yeah, so the the the... Dual Sense is by far my favorite um, PlayStation controller. It is, I think, the best iteration. Um, oh, making me log in. Okay, never mind. I was going to look on Instagram because I actually had my wife do a blind test of all of my controllers to determine which one she thought felt the best in the hand. Uh, but it's making me log in. So I won't look it up right now. But I, I would have to say, yeah, the Xbox controllers are neck and neck with PlayStation. Um, so if you're going on ergonomics alone, I think that's going to be a little bit of personal preference and kind of how large your hands are, how it feels to you. Um, but if it's neck and neck to you, I mean, the the haptics and the other features, when you bring those back in, the, the DualSense is light years beyond the Xbox controller. Yeah. Um, but the Elite, 
So the, the Xbox Elite controller is probably the creme de la creme. It doesn't have the adaptive triggers or the haptics, but it is the best feeling without question. Like, yeah, I feel like if you're going to be playing it on like the PC, which is what I do, right? Then like I'm, it's not like they're going to be developing for the dynamic trigger sensitivity or the haptics, at least initially. I mean, maybe down the road, but that would be more like when that shit becomes effectively open source or like more ubiquitous, I guess is a better way to say it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, but the Elite is still pretty expensive, right? It's Oh, it, yeah, it's like, like $200. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Which sucks. I mean, it feels great. <laughs> but, <laughs> Dude. And but it sucks for a regular user. The the thing you get with the Elite is a lot of functionality I would never use is the problem. I wish I could get, like, the form factor without the the extra features, like, essentially. Yeah, like the back pads and stuff like that. Yeah, like, I'm never going to use those. Back. Yeah, and then they also have, like, you can change the height of the, the thumbsticks individually. So if you like having different like ranges of motion, like if you want more oh, sensitivity that's insane. and I mean, it comes with like separate thumbsticks, you like hot swap um, and put in there and the D pad, it has, I think a couple different D pad styles um, for it as well. So there's, there's a lot of custom, m- custom, custom, customization. <laughs> there we go. Um, uh, available for it. So if you're like super into it and like competitive, I think it can make a big difference, but the just the weight and the feel of it is all that I really want from it. I don't need the extra functionality, so that's the. It's a bummer. Okay, I got a picture from Maxwell Lewis Gaming here. Officially, official blind taste test from your beautiful wife. Yes. Uh, it looks like well, I'll start with the bottom one because it's the memeiest, which is the Steam controller. <laughs> Oh yeah, the Steam controller, that is... It feels so bad. I don't get the whole, like, concave or whatever, convex bullshit. Like, it's... It, just make a fucking controller that feels good. Don't try to... You don't gotta change it. You know, it's been working. I got I got the D-pad, I got the buttons. Uh, but it looks like the uh, DualShock took the, took the cake for her. Oh. Uh, PS5 controller. What did you say it was called? DualSense or something? Yep. That's number three. I actually don't recognize number two off the top of my head. Uh, what's the color scheme? It's pretty much all black. It looks like it, you could almost see through in the center, though. I can't really tell what it is, though. Is it the it Amazon? It might be. It has the same like Xbox configuration where it's like analog, analog, and yeah. then the D-pad. Does it look like it has purple on the thumbsticks? It's really hard to tell from this yeah for my, i feel like i feel like image. the luna i feel like the, the the luna controller is third from the bottom but either way i think your your xbox you have an xbox elite right with the gradient red red black or is That's, that not it's, an elite it's not elite but it does have um the like the grips on it it has like the okay leather grips or whatever um so it's it's not the elite but it does give you some of those features yeah, that one's pretty far down the line. So I guess she doesn't. She's not an Xbox fam. Dang. I know. What are you gonna do about that? What are you gonna do? <laughs> what are you gonna do? <clears throat> but yes, the yeah new controller colors, amazing. Super excited about that. Um, you gonna get one? I would be lying if I said I didn't already get both of them. You got both? Yes. <laughs> You're a monster. I respect it, but you're a monster. I am. You know, I I got a I got a gaming channel to to cater to. Well, when you start peddling out controllers because you have too many, just know that my Xbox 360 is at the end of its lifespan. 
<laughs> hey, may, maybe I will. So I, I, I like to have four controllers for my systems for like four player multiplayer games. Like that's just something I do. So that's part of the reason why I felt okay. Um, for sure. D- dropping dough on it. But uh, do I really use it that much? I don't need two white controllers. So I might, I might get rid of a white one. We'll see. You might be the proud owner of a new DualSense controller. Who knows? I still uh, have a PlayStation controller or two somewhere, but I don't know where they are because all of my roommates, including myself, own at least <laughs> one PlayStation. So we just have like PlayStation shit all over the place now. It's I probably should have like e-taped them or something so I knew which ones were mine before they get demoed. Uh, that'd Rocket be what League be. destroys controllers, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Hey, well, that's that's the problem with the DualSense. Supposedly, the like potentiometers in the thumbsticks are only rated to it's like three or four million like uses essentially, which sounds like a lot, but in reality is only like four hundred hours of gaming. Um, yeah, for sure. If you're thinking about how quickly you're moving them, especially in like a shooter or really anything like that, where you're moving your camera a lot. Maybe yeah. if you're playing an Uncharted game, it would be 600 hours. But <laughs> Yeah, so I haven't had any issues yet, but I'm not heavily playing it either. So, And now I've got four controllers, so it'll be on rotation. So it might, might be a while, but I'll, I'll keep everyone posted on that. Um, but speaking of Sony, there are... So they announced that there are currently 25 new games in development, and about half of them are brand new IPs. Oh, wow. Yeah. So... I that that got me pretty hyped. Um, I'm I'm pretty pretty stoked about that. And seeing, did they tease at all? Like what they're gonna be, or did they just leave it at that? No, not not any more than what we already know. With like knowing that there's like a new the new Horizon game coming out, the new God of War. There's a there's a like a cat detective game is what it seemed like that they've they've teased some games in their like announcements back when like the PS5 console was being launched. Um, so I know there's some some funky stuff like that, but I don't know if they meant 25 games that have not yet been announced or not. Because um, if if it's 25 games they haven't even announced, that's even more wild statistic. But I'm assuming the cat detective game is stray because when I yes. Google cat detective game, the screenshots from it, if you get the chance to look them up, are fucking hysterical. So this game looks great already. <laughs> I, there, I have, I'm looking at a shot of a rhino holding a revolver to the back of a big Chad black cat's head and he does not look very happy <laughs> I also don't know why there's a rhino in here but I, I don't know either I have no idea what the game is about it just has like the lightest teaser trailer for it in back with like the initial PS5 announcement stuff but I'm, I'm kind of hyped for that game now that I'm officially a cat person it looks pretty great it's just like i i want more wild stuff like that like do do stuff that nobody has done before i hope it's good i i hope it's worth it for sure but i i applaud the creativity regardless how how can we make games more exciting what if we took out the human element and put in the cat (laughs) exactly everyone in the room's clapping like yes he figured it out this Uh, is it and then the, the the final thing I had again related to the PS5. So we've talked about this before, and how they like the storage size on the PS5 is only 825 gigabytes, which is, I mean, when when people say a terabyte, you don't actually get the full terabyte one because it doesn't actually evenly 
be it's not a terabyte to start with and then you also have like there's just dedicated space on there for operating system and all that kind of stuff but the the ps5 has less than the terabyte that's normally advertised but it is showing that the game sizes the game files are actually much smaller um so in reality the percentage of space that a game takes up is less on the ps5 than it is on xbox or pc and that's due to their kraken compression and the speed of the ssd on there and so uh, long story short essentially what they do so there's a mark cerny has a technical like deep dive on the ps5 that i'll link in the youtube description but they normally you would have to have like if you have an open world game and you have like a stop sign asset because hard drives like searching and finding things on hard drives is so slow comparatively if you you would have to have to to prevent having to search the entire hard drive you would have that asset multiple times throughout the hard drive so the seek time is reduced but the ssd on the ps5 is so fast that they can actually stream the data in that you are looking at as you turn your character in real time. Um, so now there's no more duplicated assets is kind of the, the biggest thing there. And then addition, the, the compression is really good. But the example, again, we, we've had some examples in the past, but Subnautica on the PS4 um, was showing to be around 14 gigabytes and on PS5, about three and a half gigabytes. We've known this though, right? I feel like yeah. we've talked about this. But not Subnautica specifically. It was just oh, a, okay. another new example showing it again. Um, that that kind of what, what the size, it's like almost a 70% uh, size reduction, um, which is pretty incredible. I actually have it because it was part of the, the play at home yeah, oh, initiative. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I have it on both. So I, I'll try and uh, actually look it up and see if I can kind of duplicate those values. But yeah, pretty cool stuff. Weren't they also doing some crap like not literally this like binary or whatever you want to call it, but it's like if you're in a room, then like the memory location of like the other room is super close to it. So they're like something like that. So their search time super much more efficient. Or is it just how they search the SSD? I thought they did some weird algorithm that was like, that's why everyone is freaking out about because the the, speed's way faster, right? That they can like load in assets. The SSD is all is already crazy fast um it's like pcie gen 4 speeds essentially but what they did was so there's there's a (laughs) the pipeline to get the data from an ssd into memory into the gpu it has to go through a lot of controllers and like cpu and all that kind of stuff and because the ps5 is a like its own ecosystem they essentially were able to create a custom like controller and essentially remove all of the bottlenecks that they would have. So it's essentially a streamlined from the SSD like directly into memory and GPU. Like they they, they removed all of those controller bottlenecks was a, a big thing that they did so that the speed is even faster that like the SSD is already fast, but then they can go faster than an, a similar SSD because the bottlenecks in the pipeline are essentially eliminated. Oh, sure. Okay. And yeah. then they have the super fast, they have really good compression algorithm and um, the ability to decompress that they can, that it boosts that even further still. Um, I don't remember what the exact, exact tech specs are, but it's something like 8,000 like megabits or megabytes per second. 
um, which is like stupid fast. Like I just got a Gen 4 PCIe SSD for my PC and it's like 5,000. Um, and so they're, they're hitting like 8,000 speed. Um, yeah. Equivalency, essentially. So yeah, redonkulous. The The PS5 is, is technically and the what developers are saying about it, it seems like PS5 is definitely doing some crazy stuff. And that's not to say the Xbox isn't. I, I, I know more about the PS5 for some reason. My search history um, is telling everyone that that PlayStation is what I do, and they ain't wrong. <laughs> um, but the the other aspect is Xbox because they release all of their games on PC, and I have a gaming PC. Is I really have no need to care about Xbox. Um, but whereas PS5 has all the exclusives. So that's that's why I know so much more. The, the Xbox is technically impressive in its own right, but the PS5 is doing some stuff that it is not. I mean, yeah, it's like, as soon as you go to like cross-platform or anything like that, you know, it's just going to be way harder for them to do any cool shit like that in the first place. Like, yeah. yeah. Even through, I've, through my own work, I have found very similar issues where it's just like... Yeah, it's if you know what you're developing for, you can develop exactly for it, right? And optimize for it, as we've talked about like a trillion times. So since everything on Microsoft's cross-platform, like, I mean, you just are never going to get that as long as they do that. Like, I don't see a way that they would, right? Like, I got, you know, AMD CPU in mind. Some other chump's got a super chump. Intel processor, because who <laughs> buys that shit anymore? Let's be fucking real. Um, got a hella chump over there. So, oh my God, so chumpy. Who buys Intel? Oh. So was that Alexa? My doorbell just rang. Oh really? So Google told me that my doorbell rang. I didn't realize you had a a smart doorbell. Oh, I'm the smartest man. Also, you're like 100 percent frozen. On I screen. am. Yeah. No, I see it on mine too. But it's can... a great smile. So <laughs> that's <laughs> it's a good, good freeze point for me. Right, let me let me just <laughs> pop very that happy. Out. Pop that back. What I'm assuming happened. Oh, <laughs> there we go. Microsoft heard you talking shit. So the the doorbell calls me. So I think it, I'm using my phone as a webcam. So I think that was causing some issues. Yeah, but you're still frozen for me. Are you good for you? I'm good for me. Yeah. I might have to hop in, hop out. Get- or just stare at your frozen <laughs> smiley face. I'll leave that up to you. Oh, uh, can I? If I copy the link, I could probably do it pretty fast. Oh, I could probably open up even another one and have, be fucking ready to go. All right, check this out. <laughs> bam! Bam! <laughs> Ooh, so that fast. was lightning fast. It, is it fixed? Can you see me? It's fixed. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's called the Control W strat, if you know what I'm saying. So <laughs> get the tab and the next one open. So when you hit Control W, bam, present it with the info. We know exactly where to click. Oh, that was wild. But yes, yeah, no, I, I do have a smart doorbell. So that's pretty hype. I didn't know you had one. Yeah. That oh, shit's fun. I really want to get into some home automation once I am uh, able to do so, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, I have ways down the line. So the brand of doorbell I have, I'll I'll link this stuff in the YouTube description as well. Um, but it's Arlo is the doorbell. Um, and then I have a a Nest uh, thermostat, and mm-hmm. then like the my light bulbs and stuff, and it's all connected in the um Google Home app. Uh, which is is pretty nice that it has that. Even though there's different like manufacturers of all these different parts, they're all connected in the same thing. So I I should be able to say, hey Google. 
Turn off Maxwell's office lights. Wild. Wild. No way. Hey, Google. What? Turn on Maxwell's office lights. Ambiance? Sit. Yes. <laughs> um, what brand did you say those lights were? Because I remember you saying that you really like the company that we're making yes. on those. Wise. So it's W-Y-Z-E. Um, I will also link that company. Man, I'm going to have to actually listen to this podcast. And, yeah, you're going to. Um, well, I'll just write it down if I was. If it was me, that's what I would do. So I don't hey, have to fucking. Last time you. I recorded, I didn't write anything down. And I remembered to put the Yadonka in there. So. Oh, nice. I'm impressed. One, baby. I'm impressed, too. I almost forgot. But. Did you say that like the whole controller system for the LEDs for one of the I don't know if it's those LEDs or not, but like is in the bulb itself, so you can just like put yeah. the bulb in and then control it straight from that's fucking crazy. Yep, the bulb that's connects to Wi Fi and then you just have the app and uh, yeah, you control it all through there. There's no hub or anything, which is why it is so nice. <laughs> I mean, it definitely makes sense because if you've ever pulled apart like or like earlier LEDs. I mean, you open it up and it's like a PCB that's like fucking barren, and then there's like <laughs> two surface-mounted components on it. You know, like that's it. Um, like all the ones I've ripped up before. There's definitely a lot of room to uh, tinker around. But yeah, the fact that they're actually doing it and it seems like it works really well. So that's yeah. pretty hype. Yeah, I've had no issues with any of the bulbs I've had. I've had the the white, not color bulbs for. Gosh, I don't know how long. At least a year, if not more. Haven't had any issues with those. And then the color bulbs I've only had for a few months. Um, or maybe a couple months at this point. But yeah, it's working great. Yeah. I, I kind of want to get some. But again, I'm not going to put nice bulbs in my apartment. Because that means I have to take them out when I leave. I know. And then everything that's connected to Wi-Fi just hurts your bandwidth that much more, too. For sure. Like, I, Which, I've got uh, GigaNet, so I'm... I'm very fortunate with that aspect, but I, I, I have half of what I pay for net. So <laughs> shared with three people. Yeah. yeah. Oh, rip in peace. Fiber's the future, a future that I won't have for a long time. <laughs> yes, but no, I, I got nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I it's, yeah. no, no, I'm screwed. Um, Shall we talk about games? Because I don't think I have any techie wecky. We we shall, and the the first one will be another self plug. Um, so I got uh, if you're if you're watching this live right now, Max Loose Gaming Ghost of Tsushima Part Two going live tomorrow. Um, if you are watching this when this comes out, it is live now. <laughs> so, Perfect. That yeah. won't be confusing for the listeners. <laughs> Not at all. I so I, I had recorded that. I recorded all of episode two, and I didn't get any game audio um, recorded. So that was frustrating. But I played through it again, and I had How's, a great time. Yeah. How is sushi treating you? It's amazing. I am very very happy with the initial impressions of the game, and like enough of what they're teasing. Um, so I actually I saw the map, and I was like, wow, this is actually a pretty nice size map. And then I accidentally like zoomed out all the way and it's like three times the size I thought it was. And oh I was my like, oh god. my god. It's big. Um, but it's it's beautiful. The combat is incredibly satisfying, and they have different stances. So like right now I'm just in one particular stance. I don't know what it's called, but it's like a, a sword stance in certain fight 
moves that are effective against like swordsmen and then there's different ones that are effective against like more brute types or spears and you'll you unlock those as you get more proficient in the game and then there's different armor you get and there's different techniques like obviously skill progression that you have and all this kind of stuff and yeah and you got a horse and your horse is amazing there were some foxes that were also cute as hell um So yeah, I highly recommend based on my two hours of playthrough so far. Um, I already forgot that it's the same producer as uh, Infamous. Yes. So no wonder why you like it. Um, is the is it pretty easy or like is the difficulty good? Because I for some reason thought that this was more of like a Soulsborne esque game. Oh, no, you're thinking of Sekiro. Uh, shadows die twice i think is what that's called which is a very similar style to the game but that is a soulsborne game that is very hard no this one is definitely like i would give it like horizon zero dawn like god of war difficulty like just god of war might even be more difficult but i haven't gotten very far so i don't know it might get more difficult well god of war you know could arguably be difficult if you actually fucking beat the goddamn valkyries i'm getting there i've i've made some good progress in god of war so i'm gonna need you to just get all the way off my back (laughs) yeah those battles were hype that's that's like the the, i don't i'm surprised that that and uh niflheim are like the crowning achievements for me from god of war i'm like wouldn't have expected those to be what i came out being like ah those were fun (laughs) but it's it's a testament to the game that there's kind of something for everyone that for like sure. yeah. even though the the actual like full like story wasn't the game changing experience everyone said you still took away like a really exciting time from the game um and obviously the game just looks fucking great like it really do the the scale like once you put shit like the the world serpent or whatever it's called in there like just like the juxtaposition of scales is like i can't even think of games that come close to fucking around like that with scale other than maybe like the only thing i can think of that comes close is shadow of colossus but even then mm. those are like yeah those the colossus like pale in comparison how big the world serpent is i mean the world serpent is he be big he do be dropping water levels substantially <laughs> <laughs> his his voice is also like when i first played through god of war and you first the hear the world serpent talk yeah. it's like sounds yeah, like you're, a f- Freight whole head ship. just fucking vibrating. <laughs> oh. World ah. serpent speaks. Oh, that, yeah, I'm, the game. Good. I'm super pumped for uh, Thor Ragnarok, as I accidentally called it last week. <laughs> Which is fair. I mean, that's a, a another great movie, and it's in it's all like Norse mythology type stuff, which is interesting because Kratos is Greek, but it's yeah. But all of the stuff like talking about Odin and Thor and all that kind of stuff and Ragnarok is all norse so i think norse i think i'm right in that no i'm pretty sure you're right uh, but it's a nice little change no. of pace because <laughs> all of their stuff was greek beforehand i guess they were just like we've there's no more greek mythology we've exhausted to, it to use yeah we're, we're 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 down and out but it's yeah it's it's hype i'm that guy man gaming it's a great time to be a gamer Unless you're trying to buy new hardware. It's a terrible time to be a gamer. But Yeah, I definitely have at this point accepted the fact that I'm going to get a PS5 at some point. But uh, I can say comfortably it's going to be at least a year, if not longer, until I acquire it. So uh, especially with how availability has been. Yeah, the, the good news is 
So Horizon Forbidden West is going to be cross-platform, so it will be released on PS4. Uh, Miles Morales was as well. Um, I don't know if they've said for God of War yet if it's going to be cross or not. But there's there's a lot of good new content that is still coming to the PS4. And if you are new to PS4, or even if you aren't, there is just such a huge catalog of amazing games that you can you can sink some time into. And so if you if you don't have a console right now, or you have like a PS3 or an Xbox or something, buying a used PS4 is a great way in this current climate where you can't buy anything to have an amazing gaming experience. So it's when you say cross-platform, you mean just PS4, right? Yes. Poor, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Or I, I should like, say cross-gen should be what yeah. I said. Yeah. Because I was like, if, if I would be super fucking disappointed if those were gonna be on PC, because I want, oh, yeah, I want yeah. that fucking controller experience. I want that haptic innovation in my hands. Yeah. So they uh, going back to tech news real quick. The Guerrilla Games, <laughs> developer of Horizon Forbidden West, said with the Dual Sense that you will be able to feel the blades of grass as you walk through them. So that sounds like it is gonna be distracting. Is my favorite. <laughs> But maybe it'd be cool, man. I have no idea what they're gonna do. Like, if it's just a little rumble every time, I'm gonna be like thinking that someone's shooting at me. That's the only thing I can think of that I would think when it, someone. And until you have felt the like, well, I guess you, you have felt the dual sense, but the I mean, barely. I, I remember pretty little. But it, it can do a surprising amount of granularity and like differences in in the materials that you like are walking on feeling so i can see it being possible with the haptics um but it also does sound like a bunch of marketing mumbo jumbo like the blades of grass like come on yeah that's like the least important thing for me in the game experience but yeah that 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 was the one thing i thought was missing from horizon zero dawn Because, like, super old, uh, like, or, like, super cheap game controllers just have a fucking, like, motor with a off-weight or, like, off-centered weight on it to get the rumble, right? So it's, like, there's yeah. one axis of rotation. There's one rumble that you can generate, and then you can just modulate the frequency, and that's all you're going to get in terms of granularity. So, yeah, it'd Which be interesting to rip apart. Well. I mean, yeah, it definitely does a lot, but it'd be interesting to rip apart or, like, find schematics of the PS5. I haven't looked into how they're how they've bumped up their game yeah I, I as far as the haptics are concerned i don't know if there's that much that's interesting to look at um but i do know the adaptive triggers there's there's a lot of videos out there like talking about the actual like how they do the the adaptive resistance um it's it's pretty cool so highly recommend that but looks like i might need to watch some youtube videos later <laughs> hell yeah i got it yeah i'm definitely gonna have to go back through this and remember everything i said i was going to put in the description below all of the smart devices and the the video of mark cerny talking about the ps5 i hope i didn't forget anything it'll be good but that's all i have so games i believe i start correct no it's a you week it's a me week remember you had the amazing intro and outro last week Oh, I feel bad for offering to do it on Tuesday then. How dare you? I mean, I do feel bad. <laughs> I thought it was mine, so I was like, I don't fucking care. You know, I'll deal with the punch myself. But uh, Well, if, if you want to, I, I'm more than happy to have you take it. I can take a double double week in the future. I mean, that actually would probably be good given my oh yeah yeah personal well, well, circumstances. So yeah, how about how about, how about you do that? A little. Okay. This is what this is what real negotiations on the Mo Video Game <laughs> Podcast. <I think. laughs> 
Oh, doing uh, it live, baby. But you are going to have to remember the YouTube crab because obviously that's in your hands, not mine. Yes, I, I, I'll A little insider into the background. <laughs> Revealing critical information. Um, well, either way, we won't, we won't mess up with the orientation of our game reviews, though. So, Especially since I'll uh, do a little, what do you call it, pre- precursor, prelude, pre- Pre, something like that Hit my matchup it. not super hype so <laughs> and unfortunately match, for me very spicy <laughs> yeah very 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 spicy so maxwell what games are you talking about well if you didn't know from the title of the podcast the title of the video i'm talking about the elder scrolls 5 skyrim versus <laughs> grand theft auto the fifth <laughs> Two fives. fives. Yeah. It wasn't last week the Battle of the Fours. It was. Wow. So, uh, okay. <laughs> Where do I begin? Okay. If you're not familiar with either of these games, I am very shocked that you're listening to this podcast right now. Um, but it, if you don't know, The Elder Scrolls V Skyrim <laughs> is the fifth game in the Elder Scrolls series. No way. No way, no way, bro. I'll believe it. Um, it was my first and only game in the Elder Scrolls series that I've played, and it was phenomenal. It was, I mean, fantastic. to be fair, I would say the what Elder Scrolls MMORPG it actually does look pretty good, but very not in the typical vein of an Elder Scrolls series. And then if you go back to like Morrowind. It's one of those things where the graphics might be a little bit in that bad time where it's like it wasn't cartoony enough because it was so young, you know, but they were trying to go for more realism. And yeah, yeah, the screenshots, I've watched some gameplay and it looks crouchy. I mean, it's like <laughs> it's like fucking when you were playing like RuneScape, if you played like RuneScape in middle school, that type of crunch. I mean, a little better fidelity, don't get me wrong, but like in my eyes, RuneScape didn't age that well visually. I'm so sorry because I know a lot of people would kill me for saying that too. Yikes. <laughs> um the good news is though skyrim on pc and even on other platforms now so this game came out 2011 it's been out for a while there is a huge modding community for skyrim so if you don't love the visuals you can just go fix them with mods there is or watch the donkey video yes (laughs) that that's all you need to see is is the donkey video um i i don't even know what it's called but ultimate skyrim i'm pretty sure ultimate skyrim okay go check that out i'm not linking that one but go check it out um it, it's is that fantastic a crab with the top hat and monocle come on master chief let's get the fuck out of here <laughs> oh man so good but yes there was a huge modding and when they released they've released it on almost every platform i, I think we've maybe talked about it before but comparing it to minecraft like it's it's on you can play it on almost everything um it's ridiculous but they they've released special editions and they actually have supported mods. So they, they integrate in the actual game release. Like they have mm. some of the most popular mods available um, that you can, you, that you can put and you can push. So you can put so much more time. They have different quests. They have different um, abilities. They have different places you can start from. They have different graphical mods. The, the list is endless. The modding community is wild and healthy in uh, Skyrim. So so if it's if it's a game that like in vanilla mode you don't love the visuals, you don't love the gameplay, there's probably a mod for you. And we've got GTA 5. That's an open world game. Came out in 2013, to say the least. 
Um, the old joke, uh, the PlayStation 2 got three Grand Theft Autos and Grand Theft Auto 5 got three PlayStations. Um, <laughs> I don't think I've heard that one. Yeah. Or, or my memory just fails me again, but that's a good one. <laughs> it's true. It came out originally on the PS3 and Xbox 360, um, eventually ported to PC and then PS4 and Xbox One, and now PS5, um, all that kind of stuff. So it's it's been around for a minute, and that's largely thanks to Grand Theft Auto Online and the, the continued support that they roll out with there, which is incredible. I mean... It's effectively free content, but they get so much money because you can buy in-game currency um, that it, mm. it benefits. And, and that's where it's like microtransactions. There's like maybe you can start to see a slight argument where you have like the the people subsidizing other people playing online content um, where, where it becomes difficult is it does allow you to progress further in the game much quicker um which makes it kind of lopsided and if you're starting out and playing without spending money it's a long grind to get anywhere substantial um but but the microtransactions using it to to subsidize free content for other people is like there's an argument to be made there that could be positive so Mm -hmm. uh, that that's interesting socialism yeah (laughs) yeah their role-playing community is huge uh I know yeah. that both of us like to watch uh, a streamer known as Kit Boga, uh, and he he likes getting on GTA Five and doing some role playing with one of his uh, best characters, Edna, <laughs> oh <my laughs> which gosh, is always hysterical to watch. Yeah, so uh, yeah, no, the community for that it, it is actually insane how long it stayed and when it thrived. You, yeah, because like yeah. I wanted to get it for a really long time uh maxwell had it i was playing it at his place you know having a great time but it was, it was 60 dollars for like fucking ever i mean i'm sure i wouldn't be surprised if the price tag still 60 dollars it's just now you can find sales so like you might as well wait yeah but uh yeah no i mean i was like this game got released like six years ago and i still had to pay full price for it like that's insane but i mean as you said testament to how crazy popular and crazy addictive that game is for a lot of people i mean Pretty much all my friends that have played it all the way through are like, GTA Five is so fucking good. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and it's a long game too. My mm-hmm. goodness. Um, and it also on PC has a huge modding um community as well. I would not put it on the same level of Skyrim, but there is it, it's it's huge. It's probably one of the top modded games just because of its popularity. I mean, you it it's going to be drawn towards it. You have a sandbox game like that that is played by that many people you're going to have a lot of mods available um so both of these games huge open world been around for a long time are favorites of everyone have huge modding support um sandbox abilities oh they that this is why this matchup is so hard uh hmm i'm trying to think how else we can compare them so graphically I I mean GTA looks a little bit better, um, but that's it. Just came out a little bit later, and Rockstar is just known for their attention to detail. Like Rockstar and Naughty Dog, we've talked about this a bunch. Are just kind of at the top of the game when it comes to visual. Santa Monica Studios with God of War does a really good job as well. Um, but yeah, Rockstar and Naughty Dog, there's like nobody puts more detail into their games than that. So Bethesda had a lot of work to do. There's I think maybe more detail 
in some of the quests and how they intertwine, perhaps, in the Elder Scrolls. Um, and they're depicting something that isn't, like, realistic, you know? It's it's a, it's fantasy, which definitely... I mean, I guess arguments can kind of be made both ways on whether or not that makes it easier or harder, because, I mean, I suppose if it's photorealism, then, you know, you have however long you've been living worth a sample size of what to expect <laughs> to see yeah. um where with you know like a fantasy game you can kind of just do whatever but skyrim looked amazing when it first came out i mean that was definitely that was definitely like oh you know big big graphical improvement i thought we were done with the race we're still going <laughs> <laughs> and they both have like infinite gameplay right like they both have repeating yeah. quests forever built into like vanilla it's not even you don't even need to mod it to get infinite gameplay from it. Yeah, which is wild. And it, it, when you think about it, the the value that those games were like sixty dollars for essentially infinite replay value, um, is pretty incredible. And also, now here's something where I think GTA takes the edge, Ooh. and that's Emmy playing it with friends. Um, it like when you are in the same room. Like yes. you can sit down and you can say, all right, you're going to go try and get five stars in GTA, um, which is like five. There's the stars are the levels of heat, like police attention you are getting. So one star is the lowest all the way up to five stars being the highest. Um, and so you're like trying to get police attention and cause mayhem and, and wreak havoc. And then once you die, it's the next person's turn. And you can just have so much fun rotating through playing or do whatever you want. Be like, oh, try and escape from this scenario or do whatever. And Skyrim is not really a game that's conducive to that. I think you could. I mean, I'm sure somebody has come up with some ways to do that or there's some mods. But GTA 5, I think, is the better party game. I'd agree with that. I will say more so a question for our lovely Canadian viewers. Um <laughs> If you have five stars, I cannot think of a single way to escape other than that fucking tunnel. You know, there's like the giant. High, that's the only place I know to escape five stars, which I have a pretty good feeling. If you played it, you know exactly what tunnel I'm talking about, even though I only use like three words to describe it, because that tunnel is OP. I mean, yeah. I don't know. The cops are just like, we can't go down there. <laughs> it's too it's dangerous. scary. <laughs> um, no, it's, it's foolproof. It, it's so strange that you can escape anything in the tunnel. But I literally have never been able to escape five stars any other way. Yeah, yeah, same. Uh, I will say, or I guess more question, the you know the skill tree in Skyrim is much more broad and diverse, where you only have three characters, but the three characters are very polished in GTA Five. So I mean, do you have preferences either way, or that's that's a really good point. Um, So that's where. Like Skyrim is a true RPG and GTA five is like a light RPG at best. Um, Like you can like they each have skills that by doing tasks, you improve those skills, but you Mm -hmm. can max them out for every character. Um, It's essentially only their special abilities, which each of them only has one um, that makes it kind of unique. And uh, yeah, so I, I think Skyrim probably takes the edge there as well i i think i mean because gta 5 has three characters each of those characters has so much personality um because they are that character whereas in skyrim because it's a role-playing game there is less character in the main character um Mm -hmm. 
for you. And, and you are essentially going through tasks and quests and creating the story yourself. Um, so GTA five has a beautifully curated story and characters for you. Skyrim, you are doing the creation. So it is kind of two different worlds. Um, mm, that's an interesting thought. And I, does uh, GTA have any DLC? I will throw this out there before I get nixed by one of my friends. I have not beaten Skyrim, nor have I even come even close. So I've probably played upwards of 100 like to 200 hours at least in that game. Um, it's just so easy to not do anything other than whatever you want to do at that given time, which for me is like never the main quest. Um, but I have uh, also in the same boat where the main story not super far in it but i've completed so many of the side quests and story yeah, lines. I, I like started going through the main quest and i will say like for me it just really didn't pull me in Agreed. i wasn't that crazy about it yeah. um where gta the heist are super exciting uh <laughs> although i the- always bring back the example where you're planting a bomb in a building and so you have to go in as a janitor and it makes you literally mop the fucking floor for like 90% of the mission. It's just dedication to realism. It is. And it's, I mean, it's part of the whole satire of Grand Theft Auto too. So I for mean, sure. it, it, it serves its purpose. And I actually, I kind of like it. I, I don't think it's that ridiculous, but. I think they're pretty tasteful about it. Like same with the yoga scene and, and stuff like that. Like oh I, I think they do it in pretty reasonable doses where it's like it doesn't drag on too long where you're like, what the fuck is going on? But it drags on long enough for you to be like, OK, GTA five is a stupid game, but that's why it's fun. <laughs> yeah, but I love it. <laughs> oh, ooh, but uh, ooh, ooh, yeah, ooh. The, the DLC has been like highly praised, I guess, among uh my friends who have like played it because you can like build your own house and customize your house i think you can even wifey up like yeah i did me, that in skyrim yeah yeah for me like because you know i spent most of my time on oblivion that just sounds stupid but i mean like <laughs> i'd probably do it if i was there like why not yeah no i i yeah i i built a house and you like gain resources and there's like different types of additions you can add on to it and stuff like that and yeah, that was pretty fun. I was surprised to learn that that was one of the DLC additions to it, um, which now pretty much if you buy Skyrim, there's no way to not buy the complete edition with all of the DLCs effectively with how long it's been out. Um, but yeah, it's pretty great. But yeah, there's no DLC for GTA unless you count Grand Theft Auto Online, where there's constantly new free content being added. Um, free, but getting in-game currency is very hard to do for free. So, but if you've been playing it long enough, once you have a certain amount, if you play it regularly, I'm sure it's fine. But yeah, yeah if, you, if you're new trying to get into it, oof. Rip Tough luck, buddy. <laughs> Man, wow. Do you have any and, other and thoughts? It's every time we come up and like, oh, this one kind of has the edge here. Then we kind of, then we find an edge the other one has. I thought this was going to be easier. I think I know what I would pick. I think I think I've decided after talking about it long enough, but I for you I still really don't know. I actually I think I have an inkling. I'm at like a 55-45 for you. <sighs> okay, so if if this is like the most in-depth we've gotten in comparing games up to this point, I think of well, like the, actually these games compare decently. <laughs> they do. That's fair. Um 
So we Dying Light versus League of Legends would be a terrible comparison if someone that would ever be the worst. That, so. I would be embarrassed for the people who try to make that a comparison. Um, <laughs> so yeah, both open world. So GTA Five has the advantage on being a better party game, more curated story. Um, Skyrim has the advantage on being more role playing, giving you more choice, um, maybe a little bit more scope in the actual gameplay perhaps more modding support it's probably pretty equal on both sides though that's just kind of my perception of it um having been out for a little bit longer um i'm nervous uh, for you i'm nervous for me too man um if you want to mole on it i can go but normally when i mole on it I just listened to what you're saying and then forget that I had to make the decision. So yeah, I found that's I, not helpful. The, the last <laughs> thing I think I would think about is which one I would rather watch somebody play. It's kind of the last thing we haven't talked about. And I think Skyrim is more interesting to watch somebody play. Ooh, that's a spicy take right there. I mean, GTA I is shooty shooty mixed duty booty. And Skyrim is like, am I going to be a thief? Am I going to be an archer? Am I going to have magic? Am I, what quest am I doing? What's my goal? What's my objective? Um, what am I doing? I think there's a little bit more variety in the gameplay of Skyrim. Not to say that GTA is not exciting and exhilarating to watch. Um, and if you're watching like competitive GTA online, I have to imagine that's pretty exciting to watch. Um, or just watching people play GTA online, like having that human aspect of the online component has got to be pretty exciting. So now I'm kind of talking myself out of Skyrim having the advantage again. I feel Damn like it. there's a reason that we don't couch go up on the Skyrim. And I don't think it's the, I don't think it's just the ease of like, oh, you know, five star it and then try to escape. I, 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 I mean, I think I just disagree. I think Skyrim's more, ex- or sorry, GTA is more exciting to watch though for but me that, i love fantasy games so i don't know like i do really enjoy watching people play skyrim and oblivion and spend a lot of time doing that I, I think that has more to do with the setting so if i'm just sitting with friends and we're playing the game with each other i think gta 5 is probably more interesting to watch but if i'm like going to sit down and watch a twitch streamer for like oh, an hour sure. play a game i think skyrim yeah, i would is rather more watch skyrim so that that's another interesting uh, thought to have there too, which doesn't help me in my decision at all. So my my final then thought is, which game was more awe inspiring to me when I first played it, and that that I that goes to Skyrim. This is spicy as fuck. <laughs> my mouse burning up. <laughs> Shit. But, but I mean, GTA five is okay. Uh, let me throw in the curveball because this was kind of my logic. I mean, which game did you beat? I've played GTA five, the campaign fully for sure, two times completely. And then I've played it probably the equivalent of a couple more times, like through other people's accounts and stuff. Yeah, um, I mean, I feel like Skyrim story is such a like whatever because all the other content is so fucking great that i guess it's how much are you gonna knock skyrim for that because i would say that gta 5 story is definitely like very integral piece into enjoying it 
It's it's an interesting thought, but the the problem is is that because Skyrim is a role playing game, you having the ability to play it how you want and not need to play the main story is kind Defines of RPG. Perfect. Yeah. And <laughs> and GTA Five is like yes, the story. If the story wasn't the main story wasn't good in GTA Five, the game would suck. Like from the single player campaign. Sure. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. The, the story is all it has effectively um where skyrim is like oh which story do you want and how do you want to play it um so i so i think that's it, it's a good thing that gta 5 story is amazing because it kind of had to be given the style of the game so it, it's another interesting take um and it's not I, i've put a lot of hours into both games too you're talking yourself into a hellhole of 50 50 right now my friend you are you are doing yourself a disservice mate. i'm trying to make a logical decision here <laughs> all right you you had to make a choice for a million dollars what's your gut what's your gut say it's the first thing that comes to your head i i just get the million dollars regardless of what choice it is we know the right answer <laughs> um I, the, the problem is I don't have a gut right now. Like normally I'm like, oh, there's one, but like I'm not sure if I want to say it. But I literally like my gut's not telling me either one. I'm not getting like a knee jerk reaction of this one. You is the have been game. lobbying pretty hard for Skyrim, but I don't know if that's uh to keep Skyrim in the game or if it's because it's your preference. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> Mr. Maxwell's gut is silent right now. I have an answer. I'm ready. I'm pumped. The winner is Scott. Uh, I think that's fair. I actually, yeah, I. Well, I'm a okay. I, I'm a fantasy fuckboy, so let me let me put that out there first and foremost. If you have a bow in a game, I'm gonna like it. And sneaky archer is OP. And Skyrim, so it's like just free dopamine hits every time you play Sneaky Archer. Maybe it's more of an operant conditioning thing for me at that point. Like every time I get that like crit multiplier for sneaking <laughs> up on someone, I'm like, this game is even better now. And to to be fair, some of the old like quirky weirdness of being an old open world Bethesda game gives it some charm. <laughs> like um, the way that bodies die in that game, and the way that bodies can just like could bloose themselves all over the map for literally no reason it's like they hit yes something and their momentum value should be like you know like one and then they hit it and then it just for some reason gets multiplied by this insanely large number yeah and it just launches into hyperspace and it's like what the hell just happened here and and the fact that you can have like level 100 sneak and just be perfectly visible standing in front of someone and then you crouch and it's like poof, <laughs> it's so memey um yeah there's just uh, there's like I, there's more positive like those kind of weird funny quirky things that i like look back on fondly with skyrim than gta um and, and like i said skyrim was the more awe-inspiring game to me with just the scope of like what you can do with the story maybe that just means that rpgs are something that are more impactful to me than than something like gta but that's i mean gta like is me me choosing skyrim is going boop it's like Skyrim is here compared to GTA. GTA is a behemoth. The fact that GTA is getting knocked out in the quarterfinals is insane. Surprising. Very surprising. But it, I feel it, 
pretty good. I either I knocked it out very quickly or it didn't have it even at all. I'm pretty sure I had it. I think you did, yeah. Oh, yeah, I went against Halo 2. Fat rip. Ooh. I'm sorry, GTA, but you're not beating my Halo game. <laughs> Poor GTA has gone up against some of the hardest competition in, in this uh, <laughs> matchups. But, but yeah, Skyrim wins. I, I feel good about it. I, I feel I a weight lifted fair. off my shoulders. It, it's, it's my game. Remember, these matchups is how I feel. I will try and tell you how I feel. But it, it doesn't mean that it is objectively better, even though it is. So. And the opening scene from Skyrim is also something that's like well ingrained in my head for like, that was a badass intro to the game. I had no idea what to expect with it. And then they just started it with like a gunshot, essentially. Like that was yes. such an exciting beginning. And I was like, this game's fucking exciting shit. <laughs> it really in Oblivion, is. I started in a jail cell and could literally stand there for hours if I wanted to, if I didn't realize I had to go talk to the guy standing at the gate. <laughs> so yeah i mean that is a spicy one though rip in peace gta 5 well yeah max will have a drink so that Um, only leaves one matchup for today dying light versus league of legends as we might have alluded to earlier which are not comparable games at all um i don't even know exactly where to start but i guess i'll start with maybe it's important to say my hours spent <laughs> in relativity on one to the other to give a highlight of which game i might oh, prefer i'm very and curious I, to hear this i don't you know i could go on wasted on it's wasted on mole.com let's, let's see, see here i'll look i'll look on my wol.gg summoner name enter how much time did I waste on League of Legends? <laughs> Do you want? All right, no, you have to guess this. I can't just say this free. I'm gonna. Well, it has to be over a thousand, right? Yeah. So I have been. I have been playing this game for. This will be my fourth year, I think. No, I think this might actually be my fifth year of playing this game. I started okay. playing it. It was just a weekend thing with a coworker who was like, you should play League. And I was like, nah, I'm going to get addicted and play it all the time. And here I am talking about it five years later. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, the last couple of years I've definitely been, especially this year, I've been playing a lot more. So it's, it is over a thousand. I'm going to guess 2,500. That's close. That's uh, 2,200 rounding. Okay. Uh, by a couple hours but damn (laughs) yeah that i think is a testament enough to like for people who don't play a game like league of legends or like a competitive like you know you kind of you restart the game every single time just think of it like watching a fucking episode of netflix like it's the it's literally the same exact thing and the same exact thought process like each episode's gonna be different each episode's gonna have something new you know essentially zero tie to the like previous show i guess would be the best example um but they change the game all the time to keep it super exciting which is why so many people play so much of this game um and this is only like this is only one of my accounts to be fair i was gonna say this is your probably main account right yeah this is my main account i i would take a pretty good guess that all my alts combined are not even half of this if even like I definitely I spend almost all my time on my main. I don't really play on an alt very much. So maybe twenty five hundred uh, was a perfect guess. Yeah, maybe it was actually spicy as all get out. Um, but yeah, the the game they just do so much. 
to like the game hasn't been solved which for a competitive game like this is like the key to it lasting and staying around and people have been saying like when i started playing this in season seven uh they were like league of legends is gonna die and you know it's gonna wow. die soon like especially like fortnite came out and then like fortnite's popularity skyrocketed, and they were like this is gonna be the league of legends killer you know like the game's over um and now i mean more people are watching league of legends still than fortnite like everything that has come out and tried to contest against league of legends is lost <laughs> um which is yeah i think just a testament to how good the game is and yeah I mean, it's, I would guess, one of the most, if not the most popular game in the world. Probably by a healthy margin. I can't even yeah. think of what would compare it to it other than, like, maybe maybe Dota was up there for a while. Overwatch League scene, from what I've heard, has kind of fallen apart. CSGO seems like the only one that's, like, really holding its own in a similar length that uh, League has held. So, yeah. Yeah. Not really a straightforward description of League of Legends, but why the game is so fun and like kind of the mindset, I guess, behind it. And I've been playing, as we've talked a couple times, I've been playing Clash, which is I have, I'm not playing with random people on my team. I have four people that I'm pre-made with and literally it changes the entire fucking game. Like it is a 100% like, I mean, like the mechanics are the same, but the way that you approach it and the way that you're doing it is 100 percent different it's nothing like playing solo queue or anything like that um which is cool and there's lots of competitive scene which i really like watching dying light comparing this to dying light <laughs> dying light if we want some easy comparisons dying light has a better soundtrack because league really doesn't have a soundtrack at all though they do make songs especially for, for championships <laughs> yeah the songs the songs are pretty good i'll give him that whoever whoever's on riot staff writing those songs does a decent job um i mean i don't even know how to like compare these two dying light has the soundtrack the ambiance the map the color everything about her on is op and the zombie parkour also op and that was something i was like never thought would come in a game and i will give it it like is not the most original game in the sense that it is not a cat detective game um <laughs> but it definitely did a lot to i think that it was released when zombies were super hype but they made it feel exciting and new and not just like oh you know we're releasing left 4 dead 2 now after releasing left 4 dead 1 where i felt like you know left 4 dead's a pretty intuitive i feel like addition to the zombie genre I yeah. would not expect in like a hundred iterations of this earth, a dying light game to come out. Um, so I, I do got to give it some credit for its novelty and especially the amount of time that Maxwell and I have spent studying um, to yes. Powell's, Powell's beautiful soundtrack. Um, second only to Koji Kondo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I would guess I probably spent maybe 200 hours on Dying Light. So by about a 90% margin, I'm going to have to say that League was. That seems high. You think that's high? That seems super high. I feel like I've like played through the base story like almost three times, if not more now. Even if that's true, I would be surprised if you broke 100 hours. You think so? Yeah. Well, we can see what my Steam says. I didn't get super far in my last playthrough on Steam. I got through. The, I got to like the second area and then stopped playing. 
I'll multiply this number by 3.5 for a rough <laughs> estimate. It's going to be six hours. Well, either way, that's my point. The, t- the time spent alone to me, I think, warrants. Yeah. Uh, even the hyper-optimistic dying light guesstimate that I gave. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's just something about, about League. I like that it's competitive. It makes it fun and exciting. Uh, it, it, just, it has really high highs. It can definitely have really low lows, and the toxicity of the community can be super annoying, but there's a thing called mute all where you don't have to listen to fucking anybody. So it's like... Yeah, the game's always fun, and it's, you just, you can't get from a story game the ability to fight against another breathing, thinking human organism that, right, has its own personal thought, like, you, I mean, you, maybe someday we'll be able to code that, I don't know, I'm sure we'll get something close in the future, but, like, with where we're at right now, it's just, you're just not going to get that challenge and that, yeah, difficulty from anything else, like, I'm, yeah, I've been playing for however long, right? And it's like I'm still not even in like top 10% or anything like that, right? Like there's so many people. In NA, there's about 200,000 people that are higher than me <laughs> at skill level. Wow. Um, but that still seems pretty good, though, seeing how many people there probably are that play. All right. I didn't play. I didn't finish this story. Like I said, I might have been a little bit farther through, like the second half where you're in the you're out of the slums. I forgot what that area is called. This play times forty five hours. Okay. So I think I think at least at least a hundred to one hundred fifty seems reasonable. Okay. But yeah, two hundred might be. A, I think two hundred would be high. I, but, but I would but, definitely but, give it. Yeah, that that's much closer to two hundred than I thought it was, though. Yeah, I, I'm kind of actually surprised by that. But well, I like I like doing all the side quests in this game and running around. And like, I I definitely don't, I'm not, because I like the environment and the ambience so much, I love running around and like collecting shit and doing, yeah, like the two engineers side quests, which is like, they're both hysterical and dumb. So, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um, but yeah, yeah. League definitely has to take the cake there. It just, it's it's not really, it's it's not fair, but yeah, I spent too much time with that game and it's still exciting pretty much every single time I play it. So. I'll be very interested to see what, if anything, dethrones League of Legends. I can already think of games that I would have to put above League of Legends. I, League is great, but the thing that the thing that makes League great to me is is also its downfall. Like it is great that I can always just play a game, you know, like I can always turn on my little Netflix episode, but it does lack that heart and compassion that you just can't get from Uncharted unless you're playing Uncharted Four or any of the other games that i'm playing but yeah it's definitely gonna be spicy it's it's a pretty hard comparison because of how different it is but yeah yeah playing competitive games i essentially never did uh other than like on a couch you know like when you play smash with friends or something like that so being able to play an online competitive game is yeah it's it's honestly so fun like that like rainbow six siege same thing it's just so fun to be playing with people that you know Every single match and every single person you're going against just has such a different style and how they approach it, you know, and how they're going to try to do like, you know, trading or anything like that and how the fighting pans out like it's you just never know what to expect. And that's why it's exciting. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. So rip and peace dying light. I also will have to say that watching my roommate play through it recently. The the rose colored glasses definitely got detented a little bit. Like there's there's some shit that is really annoying with Dying Light. Uh mostly it's pacing and difficulty curve are like nonsensical to me. 
Um, so hopefully they fix that with Dying Light 2, because I don't think you should ever have to grind in a story game, especially a story game like Dying Light. I don't, Agreed. I don't think you should really have to like spend hours trying to like level up to make sure that you can get to the thing. Like they should put it into the game's pacing and make sure that it feels natural to progress through the story and not like, oh, I am going to have to put the brakes on my experience in order to, you know, enjoy and not feel like I have to slog through an impossible fucking fight. Um, yeah. So definitely by far my biggest gripe with Dying Light and definitely something that I like kind of pushed off to the side because I was so excited about the game as a whole when I was first playing it. Just like when we got H zero D for the first time, then like they probably it probably could have been Tetris and we would have been like this game's great. <laughs> At least for me, I was super hyped for it. Um, though Tetris do be fire, not to knock Tetris. Um, <laughs> How dare you? But uh, yeah, definitely definitely some pacing issues for sure. At a bare minimum with Dying Light, that really make the game feel a little bonky at times. Bonky. Don't know what that means, but sounds good. So. What do you? I mean, you, you, you. I think you agree. I think, I think this is a reason. I, I, I agree for you. I mean, obviously, for me, dying light would win because I'm not, uh, not twenty five hundred hours some, deep into league. You got some league. hours in in league. You got some hours, maybe on the yeah. tens. Top lane, tens. Yeah, top lane dude. diff. Yeah, we, we've been there. I got that you, once. You got that Garen stomp effect going on. Yeah, at least in the spin, last. Garen win. Garen's still OP. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Garen's not leaving. Okay. Uh. Everyone, the classic is like if you at least for a long time it would be like oh you bitch about Garen and then he's like oh he's a noob champ right so like you should just know how to play against the noob champ yeah I was watching a solo queue game that Faker was playing known as like the Michael Jordan of League of Legends and he fucking banned Garen and he wasn't even playing top lane so don't fucking tell me that he's not a fucking OP champion <laughs> you'd be lying yeah <laughs> um. I will say League League has been breaking my heart a little bit now that I've switched roles. Uh the the meta imbalancing has been very aggravating in the jungle, so do you think they just like kind of leave the jungle behind like they just like they're so worried about balancing the lanes that there's kind of like ah (laughs) screw jungle. I feel like the to give some like rough context I've only been playing this role for a couple months now maybe maybe close to six months. But it has essentially been like three waves where like one or two champions are just so absurdly giga busted that like they just steamroll like every single game that they get in. Um, And I think it's part of just the agency that the the role has on the map because it can affect all three lanes. So it really can, you know, dictate what's going to happen. So I think it is harder to like balance, but I just never had that issue in the top lane. Like I know who... I know who is strong in the top lane, but you just know how to play around them, right? And as long as yeah. you contain them, it's not an issue. Where, you know, I'm going against, like recently, Morgana's been super busted. And she can clear all the camps in like two seconds, which no one else can. Super fun. Uh, <laughs> but it's like, I can't control that, like, everyone can't dodge Morgana's skill shots, so they all die. And then they're like pissed at me as a jungler because I'm not playing a fucking OP champion. Uh, so, it sounds like I don't, fun. Yeah, I, I like I said, I've just I've never been so annoyed by uh, meta balancing and what Riot's been doing. So the small indie company really needs to step up their game with their development. You know, maybe they should get bought out by a major corporation in order to balance better. So like Microsoft, like Tencent, who literally owns Riot. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
but maybe they should be bought up by microsoft microsoft's balancing has to be great the best windows 10 is balanced perfectly windows 8 (laughs) a little weak windows 7 a little op windows vista (laughs) i would still put windows vista over windows 8 I'm not going to lie. Ooh, that seems like a spicy take. Maybe we should do a Windows operating system bracket. <laughs> Dude, the, the, that, that, when they tried doing like the widget front panel page bullshit, like that was just so annoying and distracting. And every time I got there, I like for like the first three weeks, I had to remember how to get back to the fucking desktop because they put in like the smallest box <laughs> in the most obscure corner that you have to like scroll through 80 pages to get to. It was just a horrible experience. No one's using I mean, their yeah. computer it, like that. It was like designed for tablets, though. It was like, it really I know, but then don't push it to the tower, you know, or like the the PC experience. It's just so so crummy. So Windows Eight loses the dying light. <laughs> there you go. Dying light comes out a winner. GTA Five also beats Windows Eight. So we That's we don't true. have any losers here on the Mobile Video Games podcast, <laughs> other than Windows Eight. Yes, our sacrificial <laughs> be very lamb. Clear. <laughs> um. Yeah, but I think that's all I got. That's Didn't I really got explain well. the games, but. I think you guys know. And if you know, you know. Oh, yeah. You don't know? You don't know. Don't know, baby. Well, thank you. This has been an incredibly long episode. So thank you for sticking around. Um, I appreciate Jesus you guys. There, there, hopefully there will be links in the YouTube description if I remember to put them in there. And, and if, if that, not, you can comment and ask for them. Yes, please do. And flame me. And I will, I will take it like a man. <laughs> Uh, but uh, you can go follow us on Instagram at Mo Video Games. Um, if you're listening to podcasts, check out YouTube, vice versa, all that kind of good stuff. Hope you guys are having a great day, and we'll see you guys next time. Juicy, juicy. And that will be doing it for this week's episode of the Mo Video Games Podcast GTA 5 hitting the chopping block for the last time while Skyrim ranks supreme as well as League of Legends. Rip and Peace, Dying Light, Rip and Peace, GTA 5. Great games. But who is going to take down now Skyrim and League of Legends? We don't know. Do you? Let us know in the comment sections. You can find our socials in the description below and have a great week. Josie.